This is the Horse Talk Show Podcast with Louisa Barton. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital broadcasting live from the Ocala Jockey Club. And what a place to be this weekend for the most exciting international three-day event. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, and I have the honor of speaking to an Olympic medalist today, and that is Philip Dutton. Those of you who are very familiar with eventing will know that name. For those of you who don't, I'm going to let him tell us a little bit about him. Philip, tell us how you got started in eventing. Thank you, Louisa. Uh, yes, I come from Australia originally, originally and uh, now an American citizen. And so I've been fortunate to um, make my life out of riding and eventing here in the U.S. And been to um, six Olympic Games now. And, oh, only uh, six. <laughs> Just a few. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, produced some good performances, including a couple of team gold medal, team gold medals, and uh, individual uh, bronze medal at Rio. And uh, but I still enjoy all parts of the sport, including the lower levels and all the way up, and uh, what it takes to get the horses to the highest level. And uh, I'm fortunate to uh, be living a life that I uh, dreamed about doing. So what do you attribute your success to in eventing? Because it is a, we were just talking to Clayton uh, earlier, you know, about how tough it is to have a horse and rider combination that can do all three, really the triathlon of horse riding. What do you attribute your success to and, and getting to the Olympics so many times? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about, <clears throat> they are an incredible animal and I'm still in awe of that amazing four-star horse that can do it all, that can have the relaxation and dressage and have the bravery and you know that like lion spirit on cross country but then come out on show jumping day and just amazing, be so elegant it? elegant yes. and jump those jumps and so you know i think probably to answer your question uh you know i'm in awe of that and still inspired by that and the uh you know the the degree and the amount of effort that goes into training those horses and the the experience you get and the you know the uh the feeling of uh, pride that you, as you bring those horses along, I, I still really get off on that. And, I uh, know. And, you know, so that's a great thing. And it's not not always about winning. It's about, you know, just the improvement you see in your the horse. Journey. And, yeah, the journey. It's the so, journey, exactly. isn't it? So, you know, it's funny you say that. We were at the Breeders' Cup a week or so ago, and we interviewed a lot of people who, who kind of had the same thought, which is, you know, it's not necessarily about crossing the finish line first but it is about the journey that got you there, yes. which is about making the horse a better horse. Yes. And and I really think to get to even the one star, I had somebody say to me uh, at the welcome party this week, uh, oh, well, I'm only in the one star. Well, I said, that's not only the one star. Don't you understand how many people there are would love to be in the yeah. one still working on their horse to get to the one star. So don't you think it's all about making the horse the whole horse that it, so that it can cross the finish line first or so that it can compete in all three phases of this very difficult triathlon. Exactly. And, you know, it's it's all about getting the best out of each horse. And, you know, maybe a horse is that's the best out of him as getting the one star. Well, that's a great achievement, you know. And, and, you know, going back to your Breeders' Cup uh, experience, what I find in eventing is that there's just so much more training and time put into the horses. Like the Breeders' Cup horses, I'm in awe of them. 
they go fast, but, right? But God, but God gives them a gift. Amen. You know, like, right. and if, if they don't have that gift, no, they're not even in it. Whereas an event horse, yes, they're t- they're naturally there's talent there, but you have to bring that talent out. And you do. That, that's the that's the uh, the great thing about you know the job that we have or being being involved in the sport is bringing that out in the horses and, and seeing that come about and the horses enjoying the sport and and you know you see horses personalities change and they quite you know they start out being a, a meek you know quiet little has no confidence and once they get up that higher level they're really cocky and they you know and so it's really cool to so see they know how, it all, yeah. how a horse gains confidence just by going through the process and, and starting to realize what they can do now how do you pick a horse so let's say you're looking for the perfect horse for this sport is it very difficult in the very early especially when they're very young and very green um, to choose a horse that you know is going to be able to do cross-country show jumping and dressage because for dressage they've got to be very composed and very quiet and and do all of the moves they're supposed to do and then the next day you're going to take them out over 40 obstacles 35 to 40 obstacles and make them go really fast and jump things. How is that for just an ordinary person who's maybe not involved in the horse world? How hard is it to find a horse that can do all of that? And, and you're starting, as I said, like at this green level before you've even seen them advance. How can you tell if that horse is going to do the job? Well, the, the short answer is you can't tell. <laughs> so, Good answer. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, what we have to do though is, you know, as as you get more experience, you get a feel for if the horse is how you know how tense he's going to be in the dressage how easy it is he's going to be to improve and like when you expose him to a very little baby log on the cross country like did he take to it was he scared from it you know so you've got to project into the future how 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 that horse is going to improve and then on the on the show jumping like how respectful he is of those jumps and it's it's no different to somebody on the stock market doing all the research and trying to predict what the mar- what the market's going to do and uh, you know there's a lot of guesswork in it but you know as you do more you experience more you 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 can start to say you know what I think this horse is going to improve and you know some of them are real lot and then some of them you know don't so it's it's still a guesswork and that's why it's uh, you know every, there's everybody's got a chance because you never quite know so what would you say to people sort of at the one star level now what would be a a, a tip or advice you would give to somebody who says they're only in the one star? Well, I mean, it, you know, you're only as big as you dream. You know, you're only get as far as you dream. And so there's no reason, uh, you know, and I think no reason that anybody can't go on. I mean, it's a sport that you don't have to be a certain age. It's not like gymnastics where you, you know, you. It just. That way anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so it's. Uh, or, or the NFL where, you know. Right. You know, you, you, you know, you, what you make up for, you lack a little bit of your athletic ability as you get older, but you make up for it in experience. So, you know, I think you have to, uh, you know, keep aiming higher. And But, I mean, not everybody wants to be at that level either. You know, right. I don't think it's uh, something that, you know, you have to be at that level. If you're getting good satisfaction, enjoyment from being at that one star level, that's okay too. But, you know, that <clears throat> you've got to get your your groundwork and your basics done well uh, because it is a sport where if there's something 
wrong in your education or your knowledge or your skill set, it will find it. It'll it come will. to the top. So, so you, did you always want to make it to the Olympics? Ah, no question. I dreamed about this as a little kid all my life. But like, did I ever think I'd ever get to an Olympics? No. I you mean, didn't it's not, really? Like, God, no. It How did a, you feel when you got there? I mean, this is like biggest dream come true. I didn't, never ever, you know. Yes, I dreamed about, it, but I never ever thought I'd even get close to the Olympics. Really? Yeah. You must have had to pinch yourself. <laughs> I still do. <laughs> so what do you think of the Ocala Jockey Club? This incredible venue and, uh, you know, added to that, you have the climate to go along with it. And, uh, you know, it's quite unique in Florida to have this, uh, you know, terrain where you've got hills and, uh, you know, good footing. And uh, so it's got a huge future and uh, I think it's it does. Out, only could get bigger and better. Now. We are actually sitting in Clayton Frederick's chairs, and we're actually in Clayton Frederick's tent with um, Clayton Frederick's friends and drinks and things. So we're going to go real easy on him. But what do you think of the course? <laughs> no, it's, uh, I'm a big fan of Clayton's designing, and I think it's, uh, it's it, you know, that's a, that's a tough job. It's a balancing act of making it tough enough so that, uh, you know, you, you get the best winner, you get the best person, the best horse and rider that gets through it but you don't want to make it too tough that it's a bad experience for the less experienced horses and riders and uh you know so it, and it's got to be enough a test enough that you know you you bring out the best but then you they're, they're able to come out of the whole event confident and ready to go for the next one as well so but i think clayton's done a great job it's uh, he's a great it, guy it's a testing course without it being uh, over the top that's good how many horses do you have competing i just have two horses it's kind of the end of and that's the only downside about the event is the the date is a little bit late in the year, so it's it, things are winding down for our sport. So I have uh, two horses here, uh, Fernhill Singapore and Fernhill Fugitive, and so they are uh, both in the CIC three star. So hopefully it's a, a you know good time for them and a good experience for them, and we can uh, settle down a little bit then and build up for next year. We will definitely be watching them for sure. Top of your bucket list. You can't say get to the Olympics because you already <laughs> did it six times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, probably you got to be careful what you wish for, don't you? Right. <laughs> so uh, I'd like to uh, maybe take a little bit more time and travel with my family, actually. It seems to be that I'm always on the go and a little short of time, so yes. something like that might be nice. It'd be nice to have a little break and, yeah. and do some fun stuff. Philip Dutton, six times to the Olympics here in Ocala this weekend for the Ocala Jockey Club international three-day event you can't do much better than that and hats off to him and to clayton for a great course and a lot of excitement this weekend philip thank you so much thank you very it's much it's lovely to have you with us what an honor hi guys this is louisa barton i really hope you've enjoyed this edition of the horse talk show podcast connect with us on facebook twitter and youtube and let me know what you thought now please go out there and share the podcast 